Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free, which is great. And there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer all in one. And it is the platform that I use to host and upload my podcast. They will distribute your podcast for you. It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can also make money from your podcast through Anchor with no minimum listenership, which is lit. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks, Anchor. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to Acting My Age with me, Rohini Elise. Happy Wednesday, guys. Happy July. Today's episode's about friendships, and I think that's such an important topic. It's a very important part of life. Friendships are so helpful and wonderful and a key part of life, if you ask me. So I thought this would be a really good topic, and I'm excited to talk about it with you guys. Thanks for tuning in. other life updates before I get into the episode. We had a really lovely weekend on Whidbey Island visiting both of our families and it was so nice. The weather was great. We went out on his dad's like little, Sage's dad's little pond thing on, it's not really a pond, it's more of a lake. It's like a small lake. We went out on that on his canoe and like brought a drink out there and the sun was shining and then we were at his mom's house and we're playing with the goats and feeding them tortillas, which was really fun. And Henry had the best time. So it was just a really lovely weekend. And I hope you guys also got to have a pretty good weekend, uh, maybe outside in nature or having some good food. Anywho, um, I'll just get right into the episode, I guess. I'm trying to do this episode without coffee because I'm trying to be off caffeine and literally every other episode I've had caffeine. So if my thoughts are a bit slower this time, just bear with me. It's because the caffeine is not with us today for today's episode, which might be a struggle. We shall see. Okay, so friends, friendships. It's one of the most important things in life, like I said. It can be difficult sometimes. There's always ups and downs. And I've I've found that every like season of life will bring different seasons with friendships. So depending on where you're at in life, you might attract different types of friends and friendships into your life. And as we go on and get older, um, some friendships fade, some aren't aren't really right anymore, and you have new ones that come into your life. So there's just an ebb and flow of friendships, and everyone is different. Like, everyone craves a different relationship with their friends. Some people are very, like, affectionate and lovey-dovey and hugs and, I don't know, lots of emojis and texts, and some friends are just very, like, 
chill and not high maintenance and like I'll talk to you every two months and just say hi and that's fine. You know what I'm trying to say. Everyone is different. Everyone craves a different relationship with friends just based on your personality. Something that I have found is to be very accurate is that your self-worth directly correlates with those who you have around you and who you call a friend. Um, Because like I've said in many of my other episodes, like we accept the love we think we deserve or we attract like the energy that we think we deserve and that goes the same for friendships and to me it's like yeah maybe you attracted this friendship or for instance like if you're in high school or middle school and you can't it's a little bit different because you're just kind of stuck with who you go to school with and that's just it like you're stuck with them for four years um so that's a bit different but like once you're an adult and you look around at your friend group or who you hang out with you have complete control over who you have in your life and if you stay in a friendship that is not healthy or not uplifting not a good true friendship then that just says something about your self-worth you know so I think this episode hopefully will just encourage you guys to um know that you deserve really good friends who care about you and are kind to you and to uplift you and who support you and are there for you and all those good things. So I just found this nice little quote. I was trying to look up some like friendship quotes on Pinterest, which is a terrible idea. Don't ever type in friendship quotes on Pinterest because it's like the cheesiest sad shit I've ever seen in my life. life. So don't do that. (laughs) But I did find one on Google that I liked um, from L.M. Montgomery that said, true friends are always together in spirit, (laughs) which I really like that because it's so true. Like your true friends never leave you. You're always thinking about them. They're always thinking about you. You can reconnect after months and months and nothing's changed. Or if you haven't seen each other in months, you're just always there together in spirit. So I liked that one very much. So I was trying to think to me like what the core essence of a true friendship is um, because I have had a lot of ups and downs with friends and a lot of bad friendships and friendships I've had to kind of walk away from and a lot of learning experiences with my friends and there was a time last year actually yeah last year there was a time where I was like I am at this stage in my life where I have no tolerance for bad friendships like I have no life is too short I have no time to be in friendships that aren't good basically so to me the core essence of a true friendship most importantly is that you enjoy each other's company like that's I mean it sounds obvious but sometimes your friendships get to a point where you're actually not really enjoying each other's company and it may be hard to realize that or notice it but um it's very important yeah you enjoy each other's company you're there to support each other you have fun together you have an emotional connection of some sort or some kind of connection and you are kind and loving to each other and this is again for me there are obviously lots of different friendships like I said yeah but I just find that those are kind of the key things and the support each other characteristic of a friendship is key because a true long-term friendship you will both go through a lot of shit in your life there will be times where you really need a friend and you really need someone there for you and just knowing that you have this person that will be there for you no matter what it's it's uh invaluable so yeah that is to me that's what a true friend is a few quick things i'll be talking about this a lot in this episode i have a feeling but If you are listening to those things and thinking like, yeah, I don't actually enjoy that friend's company anymore, like, yikes. If you don't enjoy each other's company, like, move on. If they tear you down or you end up tearing them down, move on. Like, if they're rude to you, mean to you, insult you, or just make you feel small, 
move on. Life is too short to be in a friendship that isn't uplifting or positive in some way. Like there's, there's better people out there for you and like it has nothing to do with them, you know? You can obviously end the friendship with like as much grace as you can, but it's not helping either of you to stay in a bad friendship, a toxic friendship. So just like a relationship, sometimes it's just time to move on and both of you can grow from that. So yes, you can still wish them well and you can still have love in your heart for them, but sometimes it's just time to move on. Now I want to just talk a little bit about my friendship history, just to paint the picture, um, because I've gotten these questions a lot, like, how do you get such good friends? Or like, how do you call in such good friends in your life? It hasn't always been that way. I mean, I think I've been very lucky, like in, in the whole grand scheme of things, I've had a lot of great friendships, but you know, there's a lot of ups and downs. So I just wanted to talk about my history so you guys can get to know me better. So going back to elementary school, I had a few besties, a few gals, but most of my best friends, I would say, were boys. (laughs) I just liked hanging out with boys, and I still had friends that were girls too, but boys were just so chill, and yeah, that kind of carried on throughout my whole life, to be honest, but anyway, in middle school, I blossomed rather quickly, like I got boobs, and I started flirting and wanting to date and kiss boys, like very fast (laughs) compared to some of my friends. It made a lot of girls kind of hate me low-key, and that sounds like me thinking that I'm all that saying that, but that's literally, like, there's this one girl that printed out a photo of me, taped it on the back of her door, and threw darts at my face. (laughs) So, like, there was some fucking beef. Girls were just really mad at me because... I was, I was boy crazy, like absolutely, I was boy crazy, so that didn't help anything, and it's just like middle school is so wild, so I, I was definitely probably with some boys that some of my friends wanted to be with, and I don't know, there's just so much drama all the time in middle school, it's like so much drama, but uh, yeah, I had a lot of haters in middle school, there was a lot of bullying in middle school, and my mom always talks about it like, God, middle school is so terrible for you. Like you, there were so many mean like girls and I never really remember it like that because I just think everyone was getting bullied in middle school. It's just such a rough time. It wasn't like bullying, uh, like in the movies or whatever, where they slam you in the locker and throw you in the garbage can. It's like my friends, you know, it's just like super petty or friends, quote unquote, super petty shit that girls sometimes do in middle school. And Yeah, so definitely wasn't the best, wasn't the best of times, but I became really good friends with Jessica. Um, She is my friend that now lives in Sweden, and she was in eighth grade when I was in sixth grade, so I got to hang out with her and hang out with her older friends. They're a lot nicer, and they were a lot less dramatic, so that was really great for me because Jessica's so sweet, and she's still a very good friend to this day. Um, Yeah, that was a nice, like, escape from middle school drama and bullshit because I got to just go hang with Jessica. (laughs) But I still had, like, good friends in my grade, and there was still, like, kind of a core squad that I talked about in my other episodes that we would, like, sneak out of my friend's house and go hang with the boys. Like, I still had a good squad, but there's just a lot of ups and downs. There was a lot of drama, but Catherine and Marin were some of my best friends in middle school that has carried through all of high school, and I'm still very close with them today. So that's really cool. And I'm still close with quite a few people from middle school and high school. So yeah, high school, I was friends with a lot of older people. My freshman year, I don't really know. I just kind of went crazy. I was on the cheer team. I wanted to date the older boys, be friends with older peeps, go to the older parties. I just, I don't know. So I kind of did that 
which made me not as close with some of the people in my class during that time. Um, as the years went on, like, I kind of developed a few core friendships here and there, but they're all kind of in different groups. So it's like, there's this main group of girls in my class that we ended up kind of all being lumped together just because we'd all grown up together. And then once we were seniors, like all of our other friends had already graduated. So we kind of were just all together. By the end of it, like we didn't really actually all get along. It's just there was good friendships in between the friend group, but all of us together didn't necessarily all get along with each other, if that makes sense. I think we all kind of knew like those friendships a lot of the friendships were going to fade after high school, and they did. I am still, again, best friends with, like, Catherine and Marin, and they were in my um, main friend group in high school. And I'm still very good friends with a lot of my guy friends from high school. I just have always loved having close guy friends. They're just, I just love it. They're so fun and funny and less dramatic, and we can just be goofy and, like, hang and I love it so much. It's like the best thing ever. I really cherish my guy friends from high school. In high school, you're just kind of stuck with who's around. And that sounds bad. Like, it's not like anyone was a terrible person, but it's not like you guys are actually so aligned or similar in your beliefs or like what you like to do or your style or your preferences. Like, you're just kind of stuck together because it's high school and that's just how it is. So, if you're listening to this thinking like, oh, I don't have like a core group of friends or I feel like I've never found a friend that really gets me or is similar to me, like, don't you worry. After high school, it'll be much, much better. I promise. When I went to college, I just put Woodby Island and all of my friends and everybody like, even my parents, I just put them on the back burner, like, just push them all away, like, okay, I'm going to college, like, fresh start, I don't need any of you people, which is actually so sad now that I look back at it, but for some reason, that's what I did, so I didn't really stay in touch with any of my high school friends when I got to college, and I became close with my roommate, Grace, and then we had some other friends, and we kind of made a little friend group. It actually is funny, though, I should mention this, freshman year, Grace and I lived on this floor with a bunch of, like, the cool kids, I guess, or we thought they were the cool kids of the freshman class at our college. They just seemed like the cool kids. I don't really know. Now that I look back, I'm like, geez, it's just funny. But they were all friends. Like, basically, our entire floor was all friends with each other, except for us. (laughs) We were like the weirdos that weren't friends with everyone. I don't know. I don't really know what it was, but Grace and I would always crack up, and we still talk about it now. Like, we were such losers. Like, why did we think we were such losers? Like, I don't know because I think when you go to college you have this expectation that it's going to be like in the movies and you make friends with everyone on your floor and you all become besties and go to parties and hang out and like it just was not like that at all whatsoever and I think a lot of it was because all of them were single (laughs) and I wasn't and Grace was not really in the market so it just kind of wasn't a vibe it was a very like flirty flirty hookup party kind of vibe and that I guess wasn't our vibe it was just funny because our expectation was so high and it ended up not being like that so um again don't you worry if you have a harder time at first like making that core group of friends at college it will happen it just takes time all you need is one good friend all you need is a grace and you'll get through it (laughs) so uh, I had a lot of friendship breakups I've had a lot of those in my life a lot in college because there's this thing I found out in my chart where it's like some people who need help or like healing or whatever will like befriend me and it'll be toxic but I don't really notice that it's toxic until like months in and it just ends up being like ultimately a learning experience for and growing experience for both of us. I had this habit in college of getting like very, very, very close 
with people very fast. So it's like immediate best friends, like hanging out every day, always together, 24-7, doing everything together, like obsessed with each other. And then a few months in, it all blows up because I'm like, oh, wait, this person like actually doesn't really have the same like morals or values that I do, or they're like bringing me down or they're, I don't really agree with this. And it's just like, you're in that honeymoon phase at the beginning. And then a few months in, you're like, oh shit, actually, this probably isn't a healthy relationship. That happened to me a lot in college. I had like three three friendship breakups in college. None of them were pretty. One was very dramatic. One just kind of simmered off and tapered off on its own naturally, which was fine. And then one was um, difficult. And I'll talk about that. I'll talk about that in a little bit because one of the main things you guys wanted me to talk about was outgrowing friendships and how to know when to end it. So I'll talk about that in a little second. I just want to say like all of my friends are very different and very unique. Each person is super unique. Like, if you got everyone in the room together, they probably would get along, but, like, they're all very... They all have different personalities. Um, Maybe that's an Aquarius thing, just being able to, like, adapt with all types of vibes, but each of my friendships is so unique, and, like, the term best friend could apply to so many of them because there's such, like, deep connection, but... If I had to, like, really boil it down to it, Catherine is my best, best friend because we've been through so much intense-ass shit together. Like, we've been through so much. (laughs) So, and, like, at the end of the day, she just feels like my family. So, if there's anyone in your life that you feel like that, it's such a blessing to have. And they all teach me a lot, too. And it's just, I love, I love my friends. I love having these friendships. They're so valuable. And... It's so important. <laughs> okay, actually, though, I was going to say I wish I could get them all together, but I did at the wedding. But the problem was I was too busy to freaking hang out with all of them because I was, it just was crazy. But it was amazing having all my friends together and like my New York friends meeting my would be friends and all of them getting along and having fun. It was like literally a dream, dream come true. you guys what you wanted me to cover in this episode and the main two things were like toxic friendships and how to know when it's time to end a friendship and when you're outgrowing a friendship like what to do a lot of the messages that said outgrowing friendships it was like a sad face or a broken heart and I know it can be so painful it really can so first I want to talk about toxic friendships and toxic is such a strong word because I think you can learn from every situation everything is brought into your life to learn from basically and so I feel like toxic is such a dramatic intense word but I think it is like the the fastest way to sum it up um because I do think you can learn from friendships that are maybe are toxic it's a very big and good learning experience to learn like what you deserve and what you um need and in a friendship So, a few, like, obvious red flags in a friendship if this person is bringing you down, but in, like, a subtle way. I mean, maybe it's not a subtle way. That's fucked up, like, super fucked up. But usually I have found that in these kind of friendships, it's subtle. It's a little bit subtle. It's like you're hanging out, you're joking, you're laughing, and then they say something, and then maybe, like, an hour later or the next day or that night before you go to bed, you're like, wait, that kind of hurt my feelings, actually. And they were laughing, but I don't think they were joking. And actually, they say stuff like this a lot. So it's like they insult you and they bring you down. Like they try to bring you beneath them on a subtle level, like regularly. And that is so 
terrible and it's so it just hurts you and it's not worth your time but it's it's like when this has happened to me it's like you have so much fun most of the time that you don't really realize that this person is actually trying to bring you down bring you below them but when you do realize it you kind of start noticing their habits of bringing you down more and more and more and you just got to move on you got to leave it you got to let it go because this person just needs to work on themselves and there's so many people that will treat you so much better <laughs> and you can still have fun with them and they won't make you feel like shit about yourself um, because again life's too short for that and in my case I had a friend like this in college she just I don't know it was really fun at first but she just would always kind of sneak these little things in there that made me realize that she wanted me to be below her and if I was like excelling or doing really good there would always be some kind of comment hidden to try to bring me down and it was like sneaky you know because most of it was really fun and it's like as the friendship started crumbling I just kind of started to try to drift away naturally like just not really talk as much or not really hang out or not just kind of try to drift away naturally but that didn't work out and so then it ended up being a very bad breakup because it was just so bad she she was very upset she went off on me for all these things that were not true (laughs) it was terrible she literally like made this whole list of things that in her mind I had done which I had not done any of them she brought in my other friendship she's like they feel like this and they feel like this about you and they feel like this about you meanwhile this girl had never talked to any of these people about any of this she literally made it up like she just assumed that my other friends felt this way about me which was not accurate at all very like bad, very manipulative, very like toxic. And I just remember leaving that like breakup or her yelling at me basically telling me that I'm a terrible friend and all my friends hate me. I remember like just crying and being so upset, like, holy shit, am I a terrible friend? Like I must be so awful. I need to apologize to all my friends right now. And I like went home and just cried and like apologized to everyone and was sending everyone these texts and crying. And they were like, wait, what the fuck? Rohini, like you've never done any of that. Like you're a great friend. That's not true at all. Like this girl is just trying to bring you down and she's just trying to manipulate you basically. So that was a huge learning experience because when someone's yelling at you and saying like, you did this, this, and this, and you do this and people feel like this about you, it's like very easy to just believe them and it's obviously very upsetting, but like you have to know that that is their own thing. That is their own experience, their own like shit going on within them and it really doesn't have anything to do with you actually. It was a great learning experience and that girl did the same thing to a lot of other friends um, in the future. So it was a good experience for me to go through, but just in general guys, like you do not need anyone that's bringing you down in your life. It's so unnecessary, so unneeded, so unhelpful. And there are so many better people out there for you, like so many better friends. There will be none of that. It's all good and it's all uplifting and it's all easy and fun. And and yeah, uplifting. Again, like good friends should uplift you. They should not be trying to bring you down below them and they should not be seeing you as competition. Like it's just, you know, it's not that's not what an adult friendship is. Also, you can tell a lot about someone um, by how they talk about their other friends. So, if you're friends with someone who's always talking shit, criticizing, bringing their other friends down, good chance she's doing that about, she or he is doing that about you too. So, that is like a good thing to watch out for. If someone is always bringing their friends down, probably doing it about you. So, look out for that and don't feed into it you know, don't think that you need to join in talking shit. Like, it's just, again, their own thing that they have to work on. 
most requested thing for me to talk about was outgrowing friendships and how to know when to end a friendship and how to move on from it. So I have had this happen somewhat recently actually and it was very hard. It was very, very hard. Sometimes as you go through life, everyone is in different life stages and everyone progresses at different paces and sometimes you realize that this friend is just not on the same like wavelength as you at the moment and although that can be sad and for a while you'll try to like pretend like it's not happening it's just sometimes a reality and you end up growing further and further apart because you're just on different paths and there's nothing wrong with that it's just life life takes everyone in different ways and it can be more hurtful to try to force a friendship to work when it's not rather than just like saying thank you for this time that we've had together now it's time to move on. A lot of this can apply in relationships too, like dating relationships. <laughs> I don't really know how to describe it other than that. It just feels off. The friendship just feels off. It's like not natural anymore. It's not vibing. <laughs> it's like maybe that your other friends don't get along with this friend or this friend is doing some things that are very much, you just notice like, I would never do that. I would never do that. And that keeps happening. Like, I would never do that. I would never do that. You're hearing about their life, what they might be doing, and you just keep thinking, I would never do that. It's like you're just kind of growing apart or they're not really interested in what you're doing anymore. They only talk about themselves. They always have some drama going on and you're like not in a phase where you're about the drama anymore. It's like, it's just, you're just on different wavelengths. You're on different paths at the moment. And when it doesn't feel right anymore, it doesn't feel right. And you're also not helping them by staying in this friendship and faking it when you don't feel good in it anymore. It's like, that doesn't help them either because they think that they're in this great friendship but it's completely fake, you know? That's not that's not good either. That's not being truthful. So my advice is just when you know that this friendship, you've grown apart at the moment, like, it's not like you guys maybe won't be friends in the future. Never write that off as a forever thing. Like, it's just for now, it's not, it's not right. And it's time to move on and let them have their own journey and figure out their own shit and not drag you in the middle of it, basically. I had to do this recently, somewhat recently, and it was very difficult. And I knew this person was going to react really badly and I was very upset because I obviously didn't want to hurt their feelings because I do care about them. I did care about them, but it just had to happen because it was driving me insane. It was literally driving me insane and I couldn't handle it anymore. So I had to, you know, break up with them basically. That's what I did. It's the same as kind of a, a relationship. I like wrote out this whole thing. I was trying to be very like understanding and kind and gentle with my words like not trying to start a fight whatsoever just explaining how I felt and I showed it to like my mom and I showed it to my other friends that I'm really close to and showed it to Sage like to see what they thought like if there's anything I should take out or change because again I really didn't want to like hurt this person's feelings any more than I had to um because it's obviously going to hurt their feelings to say you don't want to be friends with them anymore that's never an easy thing to hear but it just sometimes has to be done it went better than I thought and that was that it was definitely a weight off my shoulders at the time like that just needed I needed to get off my chest because I was feeling very I was not feeling truthful I was feeling like I was putting on one front 
to this person, but in on the inside, I felt a completely different way, and they could not see that I was pulling away. I've been pulling away for so long, and they could not see that, and they were not noticing, and it was just getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse, and it was causing drama, and other people were getting involved, and it was just, like, so bad, so it had to end, but all I have to say is you will know when it's time to end a friendship and it's going to be hard. Get ready for how hard it's going to be. Like prepare yourself for your emotions, prepare yourself for how they're going to react and just try to go about it with like a very level head. What I did is I wrote out a bunch of bullet points, kind of like gathered my thoughts and then I tried to like make a big kind of letter and had other people proofread it. Like if you're serious about this and you you want it to go as smoothly as possible and, like, cause the least amount of hurt and damage, like, take it very seriously and just try to respect them and respect yourself at the same time because, again, like, staying in a friendship where you're not, uh, enjoying it or you're, you're not in it anymore, like, it's not the same, that doesn't help them either just by, by, by lying and by faking it. That doesn't help them. It doesn't help you. Yeah, it's obviously really hard and I was so stressed and so upset about having to send this message and tell her the truth, basically. I was so upset and so stressed about it. I was literally losing sleep about it. I would get, like, so anxious and it just got to the point where I'm like, I can't do this for another day. Sometimes it just has to be done. There's nothing wrong with setting boundaries for yourself and for sticking up for yourself and knowing what is harmful for you at that time. And again, like, wish that person well, you know, like, wish them well and hope that they have a great, like, next chapter in their lives. And although you won't be in it, like, you still want the best for them. And yeah, that's the best thing to do. And maybe in, like, 20 years or 10 years, you'll be friends again. Who knows? That was my take on outgrowing friendships. It is a part of life. And I think the natural way is like you kind of both realizing you're outgrowing the friendship and you just naturally drift apart and there doesn't have to be a big dramatic like breakup. But sometimes that doesn't happen and you do have to just end it. But I have found in other friendships like when it's when you're outgrowing it, you just kind of naturally drift apart. And that is just how it goes. Um, So yeah, I just wanted to talk about that. And then now I will answer some of your questions or topics that you wanted me to cover. Um, I asked it on my podcast, Instagram, Acting My Age Podcast. So make sure you guys are following that. One thing that kept coming up is how to keep strong long distance friendships. Because like as you, again, as you get older, people move, you go to college or someone gets a job and moves to another state. A lot of your friendships will be long distance. A lot of mine are (laughs) like very many of mine are long distance. And for me, it's like, I'm just, I like I said at the beginning, your friends are always with you in spirit or whatever. I'm always thinking about my friends, like things remind me of my friends often. So for me, whenever I have something that reminds me of a friend, I'll just text them and say like, hey, miss you or hi, love you or hi, how are you? You know, just checking in. And I do that pretty frequently. Like Grace, Grace is one of my best friends and she lives in another state and I think about her all the time. So I'll just be like making a a food bowl that reminds me of her and so I'll send her a picture or we'll just randomly FaceTime each other and catch up or whatever it may be. Yeah, replying to stories on Instagram honestly is really a great way too. Like I always reply like, oh, look so fun or oh, miss you or oh, wish we were doing this together or whatever. But just like checking in with people. If there's someone that you really care about, 
just check in with them every now and then. Yeah, that's just my best advice. And if you can, plan trips or plan a time when you guys can like meet up again, even if it's in like a year or something. Like having a trip or time that you can see each other to look forward to is really, really nice. So yeah, FaceTime is so good too. FaceTime is key. I mean, again, don't don't worry though, because those friendships that are like the friendships that are the really true deep connection, like friendships, you'll always you'll always be there for each other. And for me, what I've found is no matter how many years or months go by, when you see each other again, it's just like nothing ever happened. No time ever passed and you just picked right back up where you left off. So that's the great thing about friendships. <laughs> so don't worry. If you're in high school, like worried about leaving your friends, they'll always be there. Just check in on them. Another question that was asked a lot is how to find good friends. And that's such a good question. It can be really hard to find good friends. In my experience, I just kind of have a dabble here and a dabble there. (laughs) All of my really good friends are all from different places. So like I said earlier, if you had huge expectations of meeting friends in college and you're a little bit disappointed, don't worry. Like maybe you'll meet one or two good friends from college and then one good friend from your internship and one good friend from your job, like two good friends through another friend. Or I feel like these things, as you get older, you just kind of collect friends from all over yeah, meeting through people is amazing. That's how I met a lot of my my good friends is like meeting through an acquaintance or a friend of a friend. It is hard to meet people if you don't have like a social place to meet someone like a, a school or a job or a social setting like that. Also, don't discredit Instagram. Instagram can make a lot of really good friendships. Um, I met my friend Sorel through Instagram. She's one of my best friends here in Washington. I'm now really good friends with her sister Lane. So that's great. And my friend, best friend Jessica, that I was talking about earlier from middle school, she has an older sister, Emma, who I hang out with literally all the time because I grew up always going to their house, so I always knew Emma too. And then as we've gotten older, um, we've definitely gotten very close, and she's one of my best friends here, and we hang out literally all the time. So it's like you never know how these things are going to happen, but just put out the good vibes, be friendly when you meet people, and if you connect with someone, like, don't be scared to tell them that, basically. Like, whenever I meet someone new and I just really love them right away, I'm like, oh my god, I fucking love you. <laughs> like, let's hang out again. Like, don't be scared to tell them that you really enjoyed your time together and to, like, reach out to hang out again. That's key, too. Like, at the beginning, you have to go on a lot of dates as friends. You gotta go on a lot of dates. You gotta go out for drinks and, um, go on walk, bring them over for dinner or whatever. Yeah, just to get to know each other better. It's literally so similar to dating, guys. Just don't worry. Put yourself out there. Put out the good vibes. Um, always be open to new friends and they will come. They will come to you and don't, don't settle for a bunch of subpar meanie, meanie butt friends because there are great people out there for you. Yeah, who will really be a good, true friend. Another question I got a lot was, how does marriage change friendships? A couple of you guys are getting married soon and we're wondering about that. I would say for me, the only change is we definitely hang out more with couples now. That's like also just circumstantial. Like basically all of our friends here have a significant other, which is handy because we all kind of hang out in groups. We'll have a dinner with another couple and then we'll have a different couple over for like a bonfire or whatever. But I still hang out with my girlfriends one-on-one too. I just think that's the most important part is you have to make time, schedule time to hang out and get some one-on-one quality time with your gals. Like before this whole COVID thing and in New York, I would always 
schedule like wine night with this friend on this night or dinner with this friend on this night, this friend I'm getting breakfast with this day, like I always would make sure to schedule out a lot of one-on-one gal time because it's very important and it's good for everyone. Um, and Sage does things with his, well, he doesn't actually have that many friends. <laughs> he has like, he's friends with my friend's boyfriend basically. And then he has like a few no, just one. He has one best friend that he hangs out with um, quite a lot and they go do fun stuff together. So it's just important to like, don't, you know, lose yourself in the relationship or whatever. Like make sure you still schedule time for your gals. And it also is so much fun to hang out with a bunch of couples. They don't have to be married necessarily. Like none of our other friends are married, but they're all, you know, in serious relationships. So that's just really nice. And you can plan fun, like couple trips and couple dates. So I love it. I love friendships once you're married. It's it's just as fun. But make sure you keep some time in there for your gals. So this question I actually can relate to. So I want to talk about it. Someone said, hey girl, I've recently been ghosted by a friend of five plus years. Advice on how to get closure. Um, So five plus years, that is really like intense and sad. I'm sure you're feeling very confused and I don't know if you've talked to this person or asked like what happened, like why are you drifting away? But I mean, ultimately I would say, like you said, you need closure, you need to let it go. This person is obviously doing this for a reason. If you've tried to reach out and they are not down, you know, there's nothing more you can do really. Like don't beat yourself up about it. Um, If there was like a problem or something that caused this friendship to end, like, that needs to be, you know, talked about and handled, but if it just kind of drifted for no reason, maybe it's just something going on with them, and you just need to respect that and move on. It's hard, obviously, you want to know what the heck happened, but if you've asked and they don't want to answer, then you just got to make peace with it, wish them well, and, you know, do what you got to do. If it really hurts you, unfollow them on social media or delete their number or whatever you got to do. It's like a breakup and just, you know, focus on yourself and hang out with your other friends and don't, don't dwell on it. Don't bring yourself down about it and just try to like heal from that as much as you can. I had like a similar thing happen, but not really though, because it wasn't a five plus year friendship. It just was like a year long friendship. I'm still confused about it. I don't really know what happened. Honestly, I have no idea. But I was friends with this girl and we really had a good connection. Like we always hung out. We had the most like deep talks, best time together. We always were like, I cherish your friendship so much. Like I love you so much. So glad we met. Like we always said shit like that. And then she just, I don't know, just ghosted me. I literally have no idea what happened. I've reached out multiple times and asked like, hey, did I do something? What's like going on? Would love to catch up. Reached out a bunch of times and she just never answers. But I don't know. I don't know. She still follows me and Sage on Instagram. I literally have no idea what happened. So kind of sad. I obviously miss our friendship, but sometimes you just have to make peace with things and let things go. Another question I got is how do you know if you can trust a friend or not? And um, my first reaction is if you have to ask that, then they're probably not trustworthy. But at the same time, this might be in like a middle school or high school situation where it's just wild and there are a lot of snakes, snakes in the grass. (laughs) But I just think, again, like I said earlier, pay attention to how they talk about their other friends or how they talk about other people in general because if they're talking a lot of shit, a lot of gossip, a lot of like, they told me not to tell you so don't tell anyone kind of thing like all the time or talking about people's business when it's really 
none of their business, like, that's a good sign that they're probably talking shit about you too, um, from what I've learned. Yeah, I just think, like, there has to be that certain level of connection and, like, time spent together talking about certain things that just makes you know that you can trust this person. But, again, in high school and middle school, it's just so different. But in, in, in adult life, like, I don't think there should ever be any worry that you can trust someone or not. Like, I, I can trust all of my friends without a doubt, and I, I can say that confidently. So, I don't think you should have any untrustworthy friends as an adult. It's just not necessary. Um, there should be no drama in your adult life, in your adult friendships. I honestly believe that. I've had no drama since <laughs> that one friendship that ended. But I, other than that, I've had no drama in any of my friendships because there doesn't need to be. We're all adults here. Like, holy shit. That's all I would say is just... If you're having an, a feeling, a gut feeling that you shouldn't trust them, then you should probably listen to it and just pay attention to how they treat and talk about their other friends. Another good question I liked was how to navigate through rough patches in a friendship. And because again, they're all there's always ebbs and flows. And if you're having a hard time or they're having a hard time in their life, like sometimes it just gets kind of hard or gets kind of weird. Like something happens and now there's like this weird weird vibe between you two when there never was before. My advice is to just get it all out. Get it all out. Let it all out on the table. Say everything you're feeling. Say, like, literally address, this has been really weird. Like, we're in a really rough patch and I feel really weird lately. Like, I've been feeling like this and I think because of this or blah, blah, blah. Just, like, lay out exactly how you're feeling and address that it's awkward and weird and rough. Like, nine out of ten times, the other person will be like, oh my god, I've been feeling the same way. Like, it's so weird right now. I wanted to talk to you about this. Like, don't waste any time, like, tiptoeing around it is my advice. Just get it all out. Say exactly what you're feeling because that's the only way it's gonna ultimately end. The rough patch will end is when you address what you're not saying, basically. I've had that happen a lot of times and it always feels so good to get everything off your chest and talk through and have some tears and hugs and it's just so much better at the end. So let it all out there. Although it's uncomfortable and scary, it usually will end up much, much better. Someone said, quality over quantity needs to be addressed more, I think. Some people get too caught up. I also agree. I definitely think quality over quantity but I also think you can have a large quantity of friends that are quality. <laughs> I don't think it has to be one or the other, but I do totally agree. Like, I would rather have three amazing friends that are, like, true great friendships. I can count on them no matter what rather than, like, ten, like, eh, meh, like, so-so friends. You know, it, again, like, quality absolutely over quantity, but I still do think you can have quite a few friends that are all quality. I just think it also comes from having friends in different friend groups in different areas, like meeting them in different walks of life, meeting them in different stages, just having different friend groups. Like you don't have to have all one big friend group, although that is really fun and like a movie. I think the reality is you have a bunch of good friends from different times in your life. But again, quality, quality, quality. You need quality friends who respect you and love you and treat you well and uplift you and support you and are there for you and all of those good things. Obviously, there's still times that are hard and you can't be the perfect friend at all times, but the general consensus is that this person really cares about me and loves me and I can trust them and they can trust me and we care about each other and all of that good stuff. Another question I got a lot is how to make friends in your 20s and I uh, I don't know if I'm the best person to ask because I honestly haven't made that many friends since moving, like new friends, since moving back to Washington. But again, I feel like I have so many amazing friends 
like all over the country that I'm not that like worried about it. <laughs> Terrell, one of my best friends and her boyfriend, we all hang out too. So, and then I like, that's just the best way is you meet friends through your friends. So like if you make one really good friend, chances are they'll invite you over to like meet their family or their friends and you can just have some more friendships that way. That's the way that it's happened for me at least. Yeah, I honestly think just friends of friends is the best way. That's the way, best way I've found besides like, you know, Instagram or whatever. Yeah, just being social. Like if you have a party, invite your friends and tell them they can bring their friends or go out of your way to be outgoing and really nice to one of your friends' friends. It just, it just has to, you know, happen naturally and don't overthink it and don't really worry about it. It'll come. And again, if you have one good friend, that's great. That's like, that can be enough, you know? Just let it flow, guys. <laughs> oh my god, I definitely feel the lack of caffeine, like, I feel really tired right now. My brain is like, whoa, you've been talking a long time, which normally when I record my podcast, I just blab, 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 and don't even realize that it's been, like, an hour and a half, so that's crazy, this caffeine thing. Phew, buddy. Question that kind of jumped out to me was how to set boundaries with friends who don't listen, and that, like, right there is just boom, like, toxic, toxic friend, you know, because your friend's should respect what you have to say and respect your wishes and if you say like hey I really don't like when you do this or hey I really would appreciate it if you didn't do this and they do it anyway like that's not cool you know how to deal with friends who don't respect your boundaries and don't listen like how to deal with them is to tell them like if you've given them so many chances and they still don't do it like just say I can't can't be friends with you right now I can't be friends with you anymore I need some time apart from this friendship like that's my advice because you can give people lots of chances and sometimes it has to be more of a firm ending in order for change to actually happen and oftentimes in those like friendship breakups that'll be a big turning point for this person and like realize that they kind of have been having some bad habits or not being nice or not being a good friend and then that that'll cause them to want to work on themselves so in the end like I said you gotta end it you gotta know when to move on and respect yourself and know and know what's best for you you know oh my gosh I'm so sleepy <laughs> I was trying to just have coffee once a week and I had coffee this weekend so I was like no I'll do my podcast without it but next week when I do my podcast, I will definitely have a cup of joe because my eyes are like half closed right now and I was super, anyway, ranty rant about my caffeine addiction. I think I'm going to end out the podcast here. I feel like I covered a lot of the questions that I got in my stories, so hopefully you guys feel like I had a well-rounded kind of basis on friendship and obviously it's so complex. Like, again, like I said, I think the most important thing is if, if there's a friendship that has kind of run its course and you know it needs to end, there's still a nice and kind and respectful way to end a friendship and you can wish them well and you should wish them well and that's the best you can do and know that you deserve friends who really truly cherish you, love you, respect you, are kind to you, uplift you, all of those things. I'm going to hammer this down in your brain every single episode telling you that you're worthy of so much love in your life and that definitely, definitely includes friendships. Um, like, what the fuck fun is it to have friends if they suck, you know? Like, that's not fun at all. Friendships are supposed to be a positive, a positive addition to your life, not something that's dragging you down. So, just trust me when I say cutting out friends who are sucking the energy out of you and draining you and bringing you down, cutting them out is gonna, 
help so much. And it sounds harsh, but you have to be really careful about who you give your energy to. I talked about this in one of my videos a while ago. Like, you have to be so careful and picky with who you give your energy to because it's it's special and yeah so that's my rant <laughs> but I hope you guys enjoyed friendships are such a they're such an important part of life there's so many ebbs and flows like I said different seasons in life brings different friends um yeah so if you have some good friends in your life just text them right now and say hey I love you or like hey how are you or just send them a heart or just tell them how much you appreciate them because that is like the best thing to hear as a friend hearing like you're a great friend and I cherish you and I appreciate you I literally love when my friends and I do that like text each other like I love you so much I just cherish our friendship I, I think my friends and I do that basically every single time we hang out I cherish you so much it's just the best thing ever so text your friend right now tell them you love them <laughs> and uh, I will talk to you guys next week I'll be more caffeinated um <laughs> which will be better for everyone involved I'm reading just like a little book summary I just recently read Into the Magic Shop by James R. Doty it's like a manifestation book kind of except that it's telling this guy's life story it's a true story and he gives some like tips for manifestation and overall it's just very inspiring and the way he writes it is very relatable and yeah so I enjoyed that a lot Sage's brother recommended that to me I'm also reading The Untethered Soul by Michael A. Singer it's like it's pretty good. It's okay. It's like, again, about manifestation. I like it. It's just a little bit more like, it's just less of a story, you know? So it's, I just read like a chapter at a time instead of just cruising through the whole book. I'm also reading a really good book. If you guys um, remember, I'm doing like a monthly, the best way that I felt like I could continue to educate myself and hold myself accountable um, after you know, having my eyes open during the Black Lives Matter movement that recently happened, I, like, pledged to read three books, um, and donate to three places every month that, like, revolve around either Black history or it's a Black author or, um, just some type of Black creator or community that I want to try to uplift. So, I've been doing that and my July book that I just started reading is The Hate You Give, by Angie Thomas. So I just started that yesterday and I almost, I'm like 75% through. It's so good. It's obviously heartbreaking, so sad. It kind of rips you up in, in a very good, like necessary way. So I definitely recommend that book. I wanted to read the book before I watched the movie because there is a movie about it, but the movie looks really good too. And yeah, I really like that book. So 10 out of 10 would recommend. The other books that I have for July that I'm going to read are Black Like Me by John Howard Griffin and So You Want to Talk About Race by Ijeoma Oluo. Oluo. Ijeoma Oluo. I'm not sure if I said that right. But those are the three books I'm reading this month, so I will keep you guys updated on those. And I need to go take a nap for some reason. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I always love talking and chatting with you all. And I'm very, very glad that you are liking the podcast. It means the world that you're enjoying it. And I love you guys so much. Thank you for supporting me and listening, tuning in, telling your friends. It really helps so, so much. And don't forget to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and follow the Instagram Acting My Age Podcast so you don't miss out on anything. I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in to Acting My Age with me, Rohini Lise. See you next week.